0: Uh, if you're visiting, uh, my name is Terry. Terry Davis. I, I serve as as a sort of overseer here, and um, Pastor Paul and Kathy Spuler um, they have moved into this next season of their lives, and and so after 13 years, they didn't retire. According to Pastor Paul, he says, "I'm not retired. I'm refired." <laughs> so. And so that was as of March the 5th, and so now I've been leading along with my beautiful wife who is at um, campus in Philadelphia, Christ Community. And um, one of the things that I've been doing since uh, that service and since that time of transition is I've been laying down, okay, what's the culture here? What's the scent of the house? Where are we going? And so there are five things. You know, Jesus, uh, Paul said it this way, he says, Follow me as I follow Christ, or imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so as I begin leading here, I just want you to imitate me, not for me and my ego, or for me and my pride, or me, even in my opinions and my way. I want you to follow me as I follow Christ. And so the culture of heaven, the, the, the scent of this house, where it's just sort of laid down deeper stakes going in the ground. And so there are five things that we focus on. Number one, the scent of the house is love, it's unity, it's the word of God, or scripture, it's humility, and it's the Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna establish this culture here but not just here, but also when you go home. It should be for this, as we all gather together, you know, twice a week, the first week, first time of the week is this, this time. The second time of the week is on Wednesdays when we try and unpack this. Because one of my desires is that you catch it, you get it. You get it. Get it to where you can give it out. That's why I wanted you to get that whole thing about significance because at some point you're gonna run into somebody who needs to know that they they have significance. There are spirits that have to do with depression and fear and anxiety, low self-esteem, all kinds of things that take out of them. It takes out of them, I don't have any worth, but I want you to know you are valuable to God. That's the definition off of love, I believe. Love is the God-given ability to view another as valuable and precious. You are valuable and precious. And if you can catch that for you, and then you run into somebody who thinks that they're not valuable and they're not precious, God can speak through you to touch their life. Put your hand on your chest and say these words. Say, Father, thank you. For seeing me as valuable and precious. So much so that you would send Jesus for me. I ask you, lead me to someone that I can release that same word in their life. Amen, amen. So the center of the house is five things. What is the first one? Love. Second one? Unity. Unity. Third one? The word of God or scripture. The fourth one? Humility. Humility. That's a big one. We're going to start that in a few weeks. And then the last one is? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit. Man, Naomi's not even on the piano, man, Holy Spirit, no, don't get up. Okay, fill the room, fill the room. So uh, we we talked about love, we talked about unity, and now let's 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 talk about the Word of God. Uh, just you figured me out now. I'm I'm very free. I'm not stoic. I'm not you know. I'm as free as I can be, and and I want to show that kind of freedom, so that you can be as free as you can be, and that's not disrespectful. You know, let's not be so free. <laughs> you know, uh, Minister Jeff was preaching this morning, teaching this morning in the discipleship class. It says, we're so, we're so free, and it's wonderful to be free, but we also need to remember that God is holy. Yeah. Don't let God's holiness scare you. In the Old Testament, yeah, it was that fear. But in the New Testament, it's reverence. God, I I respect you. I respect your nature, your holy nature. Holy. He hates sin. He can't connect with sin, which is why I always have to stay next to Jesus (laughs) because Jesus is the one who, look, he's not my, um, he's not my, In court, he's not my prosecutor. He's my attorney. You see the difference? The prosecutor is the one that comes and tries to get you to pay for what you did wrong. Jesus isn't my prosecutor. Jesus is my attorney. Which is why when the prophet would speak and they were foretelling Jesus coming... It says, mighty God, prince of peace. This is who he is. This is is who's coming. But then he says, wonderful counselor. He's my counselor. He's my attorney. So i got to keep him. Whenever I go into the presence of God, Jesus goes first. That's why when I start to pray, I say, Father, in Jesus' name. I don't just walk in there. Hey, God. No. Why? Because he is holy. And even when we talk about something like the the the, the word of God, it's holy. It's holy. I, I left my 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 Bible um in my office, in the office there. But when you open it up, there's a one page that doesn't have anything on it, just sort of like a, a protective, but then when you open it. It describes this book and it says, it doesn't just say Bible. It says, help me out. There you go. Holy Bible. Holy. It's a holy Bible. There are some four letter words that are not bad words. Pray is one of them. <laughs> holy. It's one of them. Holy. It's good to be holy. And don't let anybody look down on you because you say, I serve a holy God. Doesn't have to be weird. You don't have to walk around saying words like thus and thee and thou. You can just be as normal and as free and as fun as you want to be, but knowing that God is holy. is holy. Holy, 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 holy is the Lamb, holy is the Lamb. I sing it again. Holy, 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 holy is. The Lamb holy is the Lamb. He's holy. When, when, when he was talking to Moses and Moses came up, he, as soon as he got into the presence, he says, take your shoes off. It's holy ground. It's holy ground. Now, because of Jesus, we don't, we don't have to take. Now, you can, but he would rather us take off Take off the shoes where our heart is concerned. I remember back in the day, man, they would, uh, the Pharisees and the religious rulers that really weren't living according to God's words and ways. And so to, to give an impression that they were so connected to God, they'd, they'd rip their, their shirt. They'd rip their robe. Oh! <laughs> Look, Jesus said to them one day, He says, Stop ripping your clothes. Rip your heart. Rip 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 your heart. Rip your heart. That's how I want to be in the presence of God. I don't want to take this posture where I'm I'm getting on my knees to show, but my heart isn't bowed down to him. I want to make sure that I'm bowing down where my heart is. He's holy. So I don't have to take my shoes off. I don't, I don't have to take my hat off. I can, I can come into the presence of God with a baseball, baseball cap on. And my heart be so tied to him. Because the holiness has nothing to do with my garment as much as it has to do with my heart. So I honor you today, Jesus, with my heart. Can you say that? I honor you today, Jesus, with my heart. And if you look at it like that, then no matter where you walk, no matter where you go, He's holy. He's holy. So I don't all of a sudden put on a certain posture when I come in here. Shh, don't talk, we're in church, (laughs) no. I want to treat him a certain way, even when I'm on the bus, even when I'm in the theater, even when I'm uh, Even when I'm on Instagram. Or TikTok. It's holy. There's this uh right now you know I just I like to sing and preach, so just just go with me. If it's weird, I'm sorry. It's just hairy. That's just that's way. But there's this song that says, this is holy ground. We're standing on holy ground. For the Lord is here, and where he is is holy. This is holy ground. We're standing on Holy ground for the Lord is present and where he is is holy. That's cool, but one of my favorite parts. Why don't you, why don't you jump on Why don't you jump on that? You know that? Do you know that? A little bit? You can figure your way. Yeah, see what you do. See what you do. Um, the second part that I love says, these are holy hands. We're lifting up holy hands For the Lord is here And where he is is holy These are holy hands I'm lifting up holy hands For the Lord is is here and where His is holy. Mm, see, you got it. You got it. That's my beautiful niece. So look, so look. Um, you keep playing. You keep playing. You um, keep playing. Lift your hand up and say that to God. For the Lord is here. And where he is, is holy. Hmm. These are holy hands. I'm lifting up. I'm lifting up holy hands. For the Lord is here. For the Lord is here and where he is. Is See, I don't run away from God. Man, he loves me. <clears throat> he loves me like crazy. Wait, who sang that song? No, that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My mind went for a minute. Miss you like crazy. Yeah, that was somebody else. Who sings that? Who sings that? I don't know. I miss you like crazy. Who? Is it Whitney? No, somebody else. Who is it? Oh, uh, Na- 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 Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. Yeah, Natalie Cole. yeah. I, w- I went there for a minute. But he loves me like crazy. I mean, he you're talking about an amazing time that I have with God, and he assures me and reassures me. Terry, you're my son. I love you. I've always loved you. I care about you. Now, as much as he is hugging me up, he's still holy. He's still holy. So I want to make sure that when my dialogue with him and my interaction with him and everything that I own, iPad, phone, clothes, house, my words, my moods, oh man, is your mood holy? Uh, uh, somebody did something to you at the house. You're mad at them. And so now you walk around with an unholy mood. And somebody walks in. Mm, what's wrong with mom? <laughs> what's wrong with dad? So my mood should represent that I serve a holy God. Mood. My imagination. Things that I think about, that I dream about. Is your imagination holy? What's another word? I, 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 Minister Jeff, I keep talking about because this morning, man, it's really cool stuff about God this morning in our discipleship uh, class. Early Sunday mornings, 930. Plug, plug. Get down there. Get down there. Um, holy means set apart. It means sanctified. Set apart unto God. And that's not just, um, you know, this is the pastor's water. <laughs> you know? We put that, oh, that's for the pastor when he gets thirsty That's, a, that's a special water. Well, the reality is that anything that we have is set apart for God. My house. Like Pam, Pam and I, we walk through our house and we dedicate our house our rooms just like amber this morning dedicated leah we dedicate our kids we dedicate our television we dedicate our couch we dedicate the property around our house why it's god's it's god's is it weird Like one time, these, they had these girls come to us, our, you know, church in Philadelphia, and it's on a college campus, and so all these college students from all, all over. And so we had them come to our house to spend some time. So they came to our house, and they sat down, and uh, Pam and I went upstairs to change, and we came downstairs. These girls, I think they were from Nigeria. They are from Nigeria. They were sitting down on our couch, and they had their Bibles open. And we're like, what are y'all doing? And they're like, well, we're in the pastor's house. We know we're going to read the Bible. It's like, yeah, we're about to play Monopoly. We're about to have some burgers and bratwursts. We're about to have fun. But we can still do it knowing that God is holy. So holy doesn't have to be weird. Holy doesn't have to be scary. It just says, I know him. I know his character and I know his nature. And I honor him. He's my father, then I'm born of him. And so I'm holy. And so I'm so excited for how Aaliyah is going to grow up in the Castile home. I, I love how she's going to grow up in that home because God is the center of the home. Where am I going with all of this? Well, when you read your Bible, it's not just a cool few passages. All these books, 66 books. It's not just cool one-liners. It says, and I'll read this, I'll read this to you, I'll read this to you. Um, this is in the book of 1 Peter. 1 Peter. Holy ground. For all. It's holy, right? It's holy. Here and where he is is holy. Look, I'm sorry, Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21. You guys find that for me? Second Peter 121. Look what it says. It says, "For prophecy never came by the will of men, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit." It's not of any private interpretation. When I go to read this, this is holy. This is set apart. These are God's words. And when we get to the point of our teaching, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he's going to confirm this. There's a passage of Scripture in uh, John, St. John chapter 13. St. John chapter 16 verses 13, 14, and 15 Jesus is saying I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit and he won't even talk about himself. He's only going to confirm this. So it's important for us to know this. But please understand that this is holy because it is written and breathed by a holy God. And don't let anybody ever talk you out of the Holy Scriptures. Stay close to the Lord so that you can get them. Before you read, pray over this. Ask the Holy Spirit to open it up to you. Because God wants you to, He wants you to know about Him. and He wants you to know about this Holy Bible which speaks of His holy, holy nature. And so, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. All right, all right. Let's get into this just a little bit. I'm going to stop at a quarter after. So if you guys can just give me 12 minutes. Wait, is that 12? Yeah, 12. 12, 13 minutes. We're going we're to be done. Look at this, Joshua 1 and 8. It says, this book of the law, we're good, sweetie. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. One translation says you'll be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life. That's what happened with Solomon. Wisdom followed him. Because he kept what God said out there. Jesus said, I only say what I hear the Father say. I only do what I see him do. It's all about what God is saying. And he's holy. And his words are holy. And if you want to be in that place where you're walking in line and in step with God, and again, this isn't some corny thing. It's not some scary thing. It is cool to be in the kingdom. It's fun to be in the kingdom. It's successful to be living by God's plans. Thank you for that one or two amens. (laughs) Let me say it again. It's cool to be in the kingdom of God. It's fun in the kingdom of God. It's successful in the kingdom of God. So don't shriek back thinking, oh, man, I got to be holy. No, man. No. I love... I love being with a holy father, a good, good father, a father who sees me as significant, a father who is just, he is holy and just in all his ways, and I submit to that. But sometimes it it might be hard for you to follow what God wants you to do. And I, want to, I want to be real specific about this now because sometimes you look at some of the things that are in Scripture, it's like, oh, man, God, you want me to do that. But I'm getting tempted to do something opposite. Like, You want me to love people, but, man, people get on my nerves. Has anybody ever been in that place? I'm not asking you are you there now, if you are, okay, but I'm not asking that. I'm just I'm trying to make it very soft for a minute here. Has family, has family ever got on your nerves? Yeah, I'm sorry if you're sitting next to family. Don't look at them. Don't look at them, you know. But God calls you to love, or God calls you to forgive. God calls you to keep your body a particular way, right? Honoring your body should be for the Lord, Right? Don't get quiet on me. Don't get quiet on me. It's okay. I'm not putting it to scare you. I'm just letting you know the reality is that we live in a world where sometimes it's tempting to do something that's opposite of what this says. That's why I wanted you to see that scripture. He says meditate on this day and night. It doesn't mean that you walk around while you're at work. In Solomon's Song of Solomon, wonderful than any other, kiss me and kiss me again. Well, maybe that's the wrong one. To I was in Song of Solomon. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you have to walk around doing that all day long. But David put it this way. Thy word have I hid in my heart so I won't go against your holy way, your holy nature. So how do, we, how do we stay at that place where we're actually living for God? Whether it's something like, you know, avoiding lust or pride or jealousy or envy or something that says, fear not. You know, God doesn't want us to fear every time Jesus showed up. He showed up on the water. He showed up in the boat. Last week, we talked about how after the resurrection, the doors were closed, and he walked through walls. He always said the first thing, always, peace, peace. One of my favorite passages of scripture is Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. It says, fear not. I always put Terry in there. Fear not, Terry. I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. I'm your God. I'll strengthen you, Terry. I will help you, Terry. I will uphold you, Terry, with the right hand of my righteousness. I keep calling Terry because I need to make sure that I get the fact that God is talking to me. He's talking to me. I need to know how he sounds. So I throw that thing in there about fear because he doesn't want us to fear. And how do, I, how do I live in peace fighting against fear if fear is all around me? How do I press through? Well, that's why I had the first passage that we're, we're going to go through. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but meditate on it day and night. And then it says something that you may observe to do. According to all that is written therein. Because see, that, that's, that, there's, there's, a, there's a key in there. See, that phrase, observes to do, observe to do, and you can put this, if you're taking notes, you can put this right next to it, means to fix your heart. Because sometimes my heart's somewhere else. And God is saying he wants me to do a particular thing, but my heart's over here. And so meditating or continuing to look at what God says fixes my heart. It it turns my heart. I start to get strategies on how to do, how to respond the way God wants me to respond. That's why I, I try to stay away from hopelessness, because hopelessness leads to depression. And God hasn't called me to have that spirit of depression. One passage he talks, even as it relates to fear, he says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and sound mind or self-control. I'm balanced, I'm, I'm balanced. But sometimes I get tempted to get out of balance. Because maybe there's stress in the family, or maybe there's stress in finances, or or maybe there's stress in the world. Maybe there are things going on with violence. Maybe there are things going on with war, racism, all kinds of things. And I have to make sure that I stay balanced. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. So I look at this, and I keep rolling it around in my mind until my heart gets fixed, until I observe to do. So it's not just the overt sins like lust and pride and envy and jealousy and murder and fornication and adultery and bitterness. All of that stuff is horrible, and God hates it. But you know, there was a whole group that didn't get into the promised land, and it was because of fear and unbelief. And God says, son, daughter, I don't want you to doubt me. I want you to walk in love with me, peace with me. So all of this comes under holy. It's holy. Holy isn't that I just don't curse and I don't smoke and I walk like this and I carry my Bible everywhere I go. No. Holy is I acknowledge how God is and who God is. Oh, in fact, let me say that to you. Write this down somewhere. Write this down somewhere. This is for you. This is for you. There are nine things that every Christian ought to know. I share this, and then, we'll, and then we'll stop, and we'll pick some of this up on Wednesday, and we'll do a Q&A so that you guys, we can unpack it really good. Nine things every Christian ought to know. First one, who God is. Second one, what God has. Third one, what God can do. Nine things every Christian ought to know. Who God is, what God has, what God can do. The next three, who I am, what I have, what I can do. The last three, who the devil is, what the devil has, and what the devil can do. Those last three, I'll give you the answer. Nothing, nothing, and nothing. He doesn't have anything. He can't do anything. You understand? Now, we can give him authority. We can empower him. The Bible says, for part of our three, I can do all things through Christ. God has everything. God knows everything. God can do anything. He is sovereign. He is sovereign. He can do whatever he wants to do, whenever he wants to do, however he wants to do it. And this guy loves me. We serve an amazing God. And we have to find out about him. Find out about him. And if you ask him, he'll let you know. He'll lead you to people that will strengthen you and help you to understand the heart of God. That's why we get together and unpacking the point. So we can find out how God feels about you. So you're not listening to somebody saying, God's so mad at you. Oh, boy, you better get it right. Otherwise, you're going to burn. That's not the Father's heart. He is holy. And he's made a way where holy God can be around unholy you. And that's through the spotless blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. And when you are off in your ways, you delight in him. He'll show you. He'll lead you. Man, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's how God feels about it. His opinion, his feeling, his emotion, his perspective. And I just want to stay so close to him. So we've given a general picture of the word of God this morning. Number one is that he's holy. So let's, let's live. Let's live in that. Let's live in that. I want to give you an instruction today. Normally we do it together, but I want to, I want to give you an instruction on purpose today. On purpose. Uh, I don't know if you came in. When you came in, did you get a communion cup? Yeah? All right, if you didn't get a communion cup, uh, make sure you get one before you leave. Because we're not going to have communion as a group today. I'm going to give you an instruction to do it. I want you to take that cup home. And I want you to have communion with your family. Do it in the presence of a holy God because Jesus blood. Don't take it in a weird way now because you could die early and you can get sick. What? Yup. This is a holy thing. This is a holy thing. So just examine yourself and then say, Father, thank you for this crackers. Thank you for this juice. It represents your body and blood. The reason I want you to do it with families is because sometimes we we treat people a certain way while we're here in this holy place. Remember, this is holy ground, (laughs) you know? Then we go home and we think, I'm not on holy ground anymore. The holy ground is at home too. Sometimes we have to practice it. And if you live by yourself, just you know, do it privately. Say, Lord, thank you for this. If you've got friends that are Christian and they're hanging out with you today, say, hey, look, let's have communion together. And if the person says, well, I, I, I don't believe in Jesus. I'm not a Christian. Would you like to become a Christian right now? Pastor, I don't, want to put my, I don't want to put my faith on them. Really? Oh, please. Jesus died for you and somebody told you about Jesus. And it's because they love you. So lead somebody to Jesus. Love them. Love them. Bow your heads where you are. And if you're near somebody, just put your arm around them or, you know, touch them. Just touch them. If you see that somebody's by themselves, then get near them. I, want every, I don't want anybody to be alone. Anybody to be alone. Best dear, I'm a private person. I don't... I don't like people. Until you have a need, then you like people. So let's practice. Let's practice this. Just touch them. Say, Lord, thank you for my friend. Thank you for bringing them into my life. Thank you for helping me to see the significance in people. Because you have seen significance in me. We heard today that you are holy. Help my friend and help me to live by your holy way. Help us to love others, not denying your holiness, showing them your love. You're so good, nothing's impossible. The cross fixed everything And we are all significant to you. We praise you, oh God, in Jesus' name. Let's stand together and just lift our voice to God. Let's lift our voice to God. Come on, y'all.